And this guy next to me exploded. Totally exploded. How can you say that? Of course not. If you're dying or if you had a depression, there's nothing beautiful about a depression. Depression is the worst thing you could wish for. And that is true. Also, it's also true. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast. And uh, yes, today it's only me, so you have to do it with me. And um, yeah, I haven't really planned a strict out structure or outline of this podcast, but um, I was feeling this subject a lot lately. So I just wanted to share and talk to you about it. And it's about bringing joy, fulfillment and love within my life and in my business, but also being and accepting duality and what that has meant for me in my life. And it really starts with me at a young age already. And if you've been following our journeys for a while or listened to more podcasts, then you know that um, I had quite a challenge when I was young. Um, around six to seven years of age, my dad was struggling with a massive uh, depression and he said to me that he didn't love me. And of course, my dad is amazing, just like my mom, who is the rock in our family. And he didn't mean it when he said it. And it was his illness talking to me and not him. Uh, but me as a little kid couldn't relate that and could put, not put things in perspective. So at the very young age, I developed this wrong sense of self, a weird reflection of who I am and that belief that I wasn't lovable. So I created this very strong behavioral pattern of always looking to the needs and desires of others and making that a reality. So that also became my superpower. And that's also why I'm capable of creating such great results with our clients and within our programs. And I get to design these programs because we live through everything we teach and we mentor and we coach. And... um but it has a shadow side, a big shadow side, because I was always living the lives of those around me and never that of myself. Until to a certain moment in time, I came to that point that I was bicycling to my uh, my job. At that time, I was uh, a lawyer. I was three years on my way, doing a pretty good job, had this beautiful offer uh, to stay within the company. Uh, I never lost a case. I was doing my first cases by myself. Everybody was super excited. I was in the top five of talents and everything around it. But even though I was performing very good, that job took everything out of me and I ended up almost in a depression. And it was that day that I was cycling towards my job and when I was cycling, I needed to cross this crossroad, like every morning and every uh, evening when I would go back to home or when I would travel to work. And this time, the lights were on red for the bicycles, for me. And then I saw this huge truck coming by and driving towards the, the crossroad. And he had a green light, so he didn't slow down. He kept on driving at a really... Well, it was like 50 kilometers per hour, but still it feels like pretty hard, especially if it's such a big truck. And then I thought, wow, what will happen if I just set three or four steps forward and yeah, just let everything pass by? And what I meant with that was like, and I didn't dare to say those words at that moment, but what I meant was that what would it mean? What would it do with me if I just 
killed myself if I played made suicide. And um, that was for me this huge bell ringing like, okay, you have to turn your life around. This is not good where you are right now. You are at a point in your life you promised yourself you would never be at. You've seen it with your dad and you always said, I will never come to that point that my life would have no sense anymore. I would find the beauty in the little things and be mesmerized. And I, I made it my mission as a very young girl already to understand why are people with having everything feeling miserable and those with little to none feeling happy as hell. Like, what is it? It's definitely not in the material things. Although they help, that I learned later on in my, in my life as well. But it wasn't the material things. No, it were the little things that made life beautiful. It was like being present, being aware of all the beauty that is already around you. Even though maybe you're not living fully in line with your desires or not at all. Life is pretty amazing still, even at that moment in time. But I lost that over there. So I made huge decisions. I quit my job. I found something else. Um, I needed to change. And at that point, I was totally still in a victim role. Everything was happening to me. I wasn't in my driver's seat. I wasn't not taking responsibility. Um, so I changed my circumstances instead of working tremendously hard on changing my blueprint. The first thing I did was changing my circumstances. And that is actually okay because... If your circumstances are draining you every, every single day and it goes that fast, it's okay to find this status quo to feel like you have a little breath of air to actually do the works. And that is also the, the two elements of success. It's like you have the willpower, like... When you hit rock bottom, you do not have the circumstances to create this beautiful environment that you can thrive. No, you have to do it on willpower. And when the willpower kicks in and you keep on thriving and thriving and thriving, you come to that point where we are lately is that you can actually focus on your circumstances and raising those standards and create an environment every time that is every time a little bit better to create and to thrive more and to excel in every facet of your life and, and, and go deeper within your desires in life, but also in contribution and, and increasing your wealth so you can do more for others. So, um, yeah, but at that moment, I changed my job. So I changed my circumstances. I created the status quo. And then, by God, heaven, the universe came to me. And uh, I got this beautiful position within a multinational. I accepted a very low position, but I was just so eager to get out of that job and just to show what I was capable of and to be in a thriving environment. So they said, okay, Rihanna, you take this position, you get a chance, so show yourself and and see what you can do. So I did. And by doing that, they selected me for um, a position to grow towards director function. And that was this whole internal uh, educational system with an external company, the back, which is one of the best uh, coaching companies in the Netherlands. And there I found this beautiful world of mastering your mindset, stepping out of your victim role and taking control. And as of that moment, I committed that I wanted to learn even more. Or I was already learning a lot, but I wanted to learn more. And I really want to grasp that concept of what it means to mastering your mind. 
and what it means to the, the four phases we in several phases of our life go through, like from the victim role to taking control and manifestation and masculine energy to actually going to the law of attraction and flow of feminine energy to the fact that you get to that new level of just being aware because you know that everything will unfold as it needs to be unfold and that you have absolute confidence and trust like these four phases and uh, I want to know everything so I took a deep dive in spirituality and everything and anything and with that and being rock bottom before with my job I also understand that I needed to change more in my life that I was in a relationship for over nine years with a great guy we were just married but that I was living his life and not my own so I made a decision to go for a divorce as well and if you know our stories you know this already but even though I'm repeating in all now with all my hindsight I have so many more lessons to share so if you're listening to it for the maybe the 10th time you probably get new things out of this because I'm telling new things because I'm more aware and more conscious and with hindsight I know more and I see more and um yeah so I went through that process and I made that decision to take a divorce to go for a divorce and uh, then there was not a need to change it was not a need because I was pretty doing pretty good I could have stayed within that relationship I had a colleague who said uh, Rihanna sometimes you just have to be grateful with what you have and you just say it's enough and I remember that conversation up until today. And I remember his face. And he was actually in the same program of personal growth and, and the leadership program that I was within, within the corporate, uh, within the multinational. And he said that. And then everything in my body said, no, this is not true. This is not true. I do not have to settle for less. I am allowed to live. A beautiful life in line with my desires in every facet, in love, in wealth, in career, in business, in fulfillment, in contribution, in every part of my life. But I also knew I have to work for this and I have to take decisions that are hard and I have and I will <laughs> have setbacks and I will have triumphs. And there this whole new level of developments started and I could be totally okay because I was very alone at that moment nobody understood my decision to get a divorce everybody thought that there's Rihanna again it's never enough so I got that stamp on my head like that career tiger that has no feeling no empty at all and just crushed that guy's heart and yeah she is totally out there so uh, I lost a lot of friends. I was very lonely. I uh, moved to this very depressing little apartment in Enschede. And again, I uh, hit rock bottom mentally, but also not. Because that was the first time in my life I could be okay with feeling absolutely miserable. And I could accept that within even feeling absolutely miserable, I could have these moments of joy. And that is where duality is about. Duality is about so much more than having the good and the bad and having the light and the darkness and having the joy and uh, the anger and having the fulfillment and the unsatisfaction. It's so much more than just having those two. 
because we all know those two are always in our lives and will always be in our lives. But it's all it's so much more about being okay with both of them. And being okay that you can have this tremendous success. And at that same day, have a tremendous setback. And that you can be okay with those feelings of despair and anger, frustration and loss. But also know that you choose your thoughts, your meaning, your emotions. And that you can let it go and just be as happy for the positive ones that are also there. And that you can find a silver lining always in every challenging situation. And that where we tend to fall always to the negative, we can choose to always fall to the positive. So within that duality and accepting that both emotions, that both feelings are okay to be there, it is also so important to be able to shift and to let go. To not define yourself with your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Because our thoughts create our emotions. We have triggers. We have things that are happening around us. And they are neutral until our mind wraps around it and gives it the meaning and chooses words. And then we have a fuel for the emotion, for the brain. And then the brain goes everywhere and you have these little voices and weird things going, popping up everywhere. So we have a trigger and an emotion. And what do we choose? Do we choose to fall and create the negative? Or do we choose to let it be and let go and focus on the positive? Within our freedom program, we always share this rule. Like you have an emotion pops up within 90 seconds and it can go away within 90 seconds. Unless your mind wraps around it. Unless you are not capable of letting it go. Unless you identify yourself with your thoughts. So a very clear, beautiful example we always use is the the plastic beach balls. Those light things you blow up and they go everywhere with the wind and you, you lose them within seconds. Well, we got to play with them when we were little, didn't we? In the swimming pool or at the beach. And uh, probably every kid does this. You pull this, you push this this ball down into the water as far as you can but always always there will come a moment that you lose control and it explodes like huge and it's out of your control but when you do not push that ball and let the ball just float around on over the waves it's like this very beautiful light dance and that is what we see with emotions. And this is the example we use, <laughs> and a lot of more examples, but this is one of the examples we use in freedom and, and mastering your mind and how you can wrap around those emotions. Like if you push emotions down, then they will explode. But you persist, insist. It's also the example like, I'm I'm really sucker for movies. I cry very easily. So for the Titanic, I cry. So I had this once this date with this guy and we were going to this little so to a romantic movie and again of course somebody died and of course I needed to cry. And it was a date and I didn't want to show him how emotional I was and how feminine and apparently I thought I had to be this tummy girl and stuff and, 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 and cool. So I pushed down my emotions and I pushed down my 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 tears that were coming up. And what happened? I was pushing it down, I was pushing it down and suddenly I burst it, really I burst it and started crying and it didn't stop. Well, that didn't work. So when I heard this story about emotions and pushing that ball, ball down, the next time when I saw a movie and I felt the tears coming up, I didn't push them down. I just let them be. 
And I was amazed. It was just like one, two tears, and that was it. And I could enjoy the movie with a lot of emotions that come and go, but were not intense as that with my date when I started pushing it down. So duality, being okay with the the bad and the good. And of course, if I could choose, well, no, I would not. It's like I, I would never wish upon somebody like a depression or a bankruptcy or the things, the, the bad things we went through. But if I had a decision to make to go through life again and then I could switch those off, I don't know if I would do that because I'm okay with them. They formed me, they created me, they inspired me. And in every bad situation, I found a source for good. I found a driving force and I found a meaning I could relate to it that was evenly good. And this was also funny or funny. Yeah, I think it's funny. We um, just after the bankruptcy of Germans Company, oh no, just before the bankruptcy of Germans Company, um, we got invited by this very exclusive uh, business club uh, who had an eye on the startup of Germans because, yeah, it was kind of disruptive and it was doing amazingly well. So it was it was in the scene, known, and they uh, invited Germans to one of their um, their network events. And it was in an hotel that wasn't opened yet and we were the ones the first ones to be able to enjoy dinner there and sleep there so we went to that uh, and he, he was allowed to take somebody with him a plus one so i was his plus one this was at the beginning of our relationship or actually we didn't have a relationship yet we were like dating and should we do it or not and yes or no yes or no and yeah you know how it turned out we came together and have two beautiful kids now but it was quite a struggle um, so I was his plus one at that event and we had these beautiful conversations and sitting uh, towards us were um, this beautiful older couple and uh, he had cancer, was just diagnosed and uh, was probably untreatable. So we had very beautiful conversations about life and uh, Gerben with his background on cancer can relate a lot of course. So it was really, really these deep connections, these beautiful, these beautiful connections and conversations. And next to me, there was this guy who uh, went uh, just recently through a depression and was uh, struggling and, and getting back up again. And um, he was listening in, in the conversation. And and at one moment, I said, although this sounds pretty horrible, but I know that we need to celebrate and cherish the bad evenly as the good. And that if I look back at my bad situations, I wouldn't change any of them because in all of them, I found meaning. And all of them brought something beautiful, even though they are dark. And then this guy next to me exploded, totally exploded. How can you say that? Of course not. If you're dying or if you had a depression, there's nothing beautiful about a depression. Depression is the worst thing you could wish for. And that is true. Also, it's also true. If I look at my father, he's still up until today struggling with depression quite regularly. And it's a horrible thing to go through. It's horrible that you are not capable of enjoying life. Of course, it's horrible. 
But if you find the strength to crawl out, and if you do the inner work, like one of our clients did, this beautiful girl, 17 years, she was on antidepressive for six years, lost her dad, was going through the worst situations and, 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 and life's struggles, life phases in her life. And she came to us and we got her off our mats within three months and we got her living a beautiful life within a year. And she cherishes her depression. I cherish my depression. Because they taught me. They made me stronger. They made me understand how to crawl out of the darkness. And even find in the darkness the light. Even when I was depressed. Even though in a depression I couldn't see the light. I couldn't see the beautiful things and the little things. But by finding that inner force to keep fighting, to keep fighting for life and light. I did find, crawl my way back up. And when I finally understood how this works, I knew that I will never, never fall back into a depression again. I maybe get a burnout because I'm like, I have no cap on what I want to do and what I want to create and how I want to flow. So maybe that will happen, but maybe it will not happen at all because I'm living quite a good life. But a depression will never happen again. And never say never, okay, of course, but yeah, this is something I know. But that guy exploded and he was not okay with duality. And I think that if you persist, something insists. And if you are not okay with duality, you are actually only living a beautiful life when things go good. And that's just not a reality. We still have up until today, although we have this beautiful, amazing life, pretty hard setbacks. We have one of the toughest at the beginning of these years. But still we were able to create beautiful moments and enjoy the little things that made life great. So, well, this was my little podcast about duality, about the good and the bad, about the four phases in life, about mindset, about my stories, about how everything ends and how everything goes. And uh, yeah, I hope it was an inspiration. If so, please let me know on Instagram. And if you are interested in becoming more into this subject, we have this beautiful program. It's called Freedom. The tickets start at 2,222 euros. 2,222 euros, sorry. And um, yes, it can be a lot of money for some. But hey, if you want to live a beautiful life, you have to invest in yourself. And if this amount scares you, but you have dreams of living on a boat, traveling around the world, which just costs some amount of money and you want to have a beautiful life, then these investments should be in line with your dreams. And if you do not hesitate and, and you are eager and you want to learn more, please send me a direct message on LinkedIn or on uh, Instagram. And we will talk and we will see which version of our freedom program is best suitable for you. We have three and it's such an amazing program. All the participants who joined said it was life changing. And most participants gave us a five rating. There was one who gave us a four. And if you ask who are joining, well, it's quite broad. We have young people like between the 20s and 30s, but all the ones as well, above 50 and 60. Uh, we have coaches following us, uh, clinical psychologists. Um, most of them have a, a high paying job and want to step into the entrepreneurial arena. But we also had entrepreneurs. It's like this mix of beautiful people who are just... They all have this drive and this, this desire that they want to live in line with their truths and deepest desires. They want to understand the concept of a life artist and making their life this beautiful masterpiece. And if you feel called, then this is your call to join. 
Thank you for listening and uh, until the next episode. Thank you.